Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Recent Wishes bride Brittany Vincent about her special day at Walt Disney World, and I thought you'd be interested to hear the story behind the gorgeous photos she got. So welcome, Brittany. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm eager to hear how you guys decided to have a wishes wedding at Walt Disney World. Well, that's actually a very funny story. Um, for me, we were pretty much a Disney family. I grew up loving Disney. Everything was princesses everywhere. Every other year for Christmas, my family and I go to Disney World. But for my fiance, not so much. He wasn't really a Disney fan. And so when it came time to, you know, we got engaged and we were so excited and talking about different venues, he expressed to me that he really didn't want to get married in our hometown, which we're from Washington, D.C. And the reason being, um, my parents are pastors. We have a pretty big church, so that meant that we were going to have this big, huge wedding. And he expressed that he really wanted a more intimate setting. And I wasn't really sure about that at first because I really wanted everyone there, but I wanted to respect his wishes too because it's not just my day, as hard as that was to understand, <laughs> but it was his as well. And so he always wanted to do a destination wedding. And I was like, look, really, I'm not a beach bride. This hair, the beach, the wind, the sand, that's just not for me. So I was like, we cannot do a beach wedding. And one time my mom had mentioned, she was like, what about Disney? And I was like, over his dead body will we do a Disney wedding. Like, he will <laughs> never go for that. So I never brought it up. And then one day we were just driving, and he was like, hey, babe, like, what about Disney World? That way I can have my destination and you can have your fairy tale. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so perfect. <laughs> and that's the Disney wedding was born. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful story. Wow, that is rare. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, and so then were your parents sort of sad that you weren't going to get married in your church at home? Or how did your friends and family take it? My mom was, and my dad, they were actually very much on board for the Disney wedding. It was more so of a hardship for those at home or my church family. They were a little sad because they knew once you did destination, you're not really inviting everyone. And you don't expect everyone to travel. So, you know, there was a little sadness with that. But my mom threw me a separate bridal shower just for my church family to come and celebrate, which ended up being really fun. We got to share and cry and laugh. And, you know, they got to celebrate with me in some way. And they want me to have a viewing of my wedding video at church. I don't know if we're going to do that, but <laughs> they all want to see it. Oh, that's awesome. And now I have to ask, though, since both of your parents are pastors, which one officiated the wedding? My dad. My dad did it. Did they do paper, rock, and scissors or flip no, a coin? No. <laughs> my mom really didn't want to. Okay, so me and my mom are very similar. Like, 
we can get a little high strung. So she knew that on that day of the wedding, she did not want to have to be worried about, you know, trying to marry me and different things like that. She just really wants to focus on being the mother of the bride. And my dad, I had just always pictured him marrying me. So he walked me down the aisle and then he married me as well. And it worked out beautifully. Oh, that's wonderful. How many of your friends and family ended up making the trip to Walt Disney World? There were a hundred, including me and my husband. So I guess 98. We had one no-show, so it ended up being 99. That's so. a nice nice number. There. I mean, aren't there 999 happy haunts in the Haunted Mansion? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then which locations did you use? So we chose the wedding pavilion, and then we did a ballroom in the Grand Floridian. So I believe it was the St. Augustine ballroom, the one with the balcony. Oh, nice. Yeah. And how did you decide on those as your venues? Well, when we decided to do the Disney wedding, I let my mom know, and literally the next week we flew to Florida. So we flew to Florida to go look at it, because she was like, I'm not paying for nothing that I've never seen. (laughs) So we went to Florida, and when we walked in the wedding pavilion, like my mom and I looked at each other, and we just got so teary-eyed. We were like, oh my gosh, this is it. And it's just so funny, because I remember about maybe six years before, we were on the monorail leaving Magic Kingdom, and you could see the wedding pavilion from a distance. And I was thinking, oh, I was like, Mom, what if I get married here one day? And she was like, you think you want to? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. So just for us to be there at that moment, it's like, oh, my gosh, like you're really getting married here. And something that you thought of so long ago, that made it perfect. And then we chose the ballroom just because I wanted more of a blank canvas where I could create what I wanted. And that really offered the best options for us to do that. That's interesting. So talking about this blank canvas, what kinds of things did you add to it? Did you have Disney touches or did you give it a theme? So my theme was fairy tale glam. I'm all about the bling. I'm all about the glamour. So I didn't necessarily want to have a Disney wedding. I wanted more of a wedding at Disney. So it wasn't so much, you know, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, which is great. And I've seen a lot of people do that and incorporate it. Of course, you have all the jokes. Is Mickey and Minnie coming to your wedding? (laughs) I was like, not this one. But we did incorporate Disney, like with our cake. We had the Minnie and Mickey Mouse ear toppers. We had the Cinderella coach uh, gobo on the floor of the dance floor. And just to give it more of like a Cinderella theme. So we wanted to still have that Disney magic, but still feel like us. Because my husband was not going to just let me do a full-fledged Disney wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like a good compromise. Did you work with Disney Floral or an outside vendor to get that look? I worked with Disney Floral. My florist was Michelle. She was amazing. You know, when you get the Disney prices back, you're a little shell-shocked at first. But she was very good at understanding my entire vision and helping me take away things that weren't necessary to getting the look that I wanted. So I was able to get the overall look that I wanted and still take away some of those extra things, which I thought was priceless. That's great. So when you were planning, what were the most and least important aspects where you focused your time and budget or didn't focus your time and budget in order to save them for what you wanted? I would say food was a very big thing. My husband, he's a big cook, big foodie. He loves all of that. So food was very important for us both because I love to eat. (laughs) So (laughs) food was big. And for me, decor was very big. 
and my look was very big because I just knew if I felt fabulous at the end of the day, it didn't matter what it looked like. I knew I was cute, so we were good. But <laughs> <laughs> decor and food, I would say, would be the two biggest things. That's great. And can you share a few favorite dishes so that my listeners can get some ideas for their menus? Yes. So we did a buffet because we wanted everyone to have different options. And we went back and forth between plated or buffet because our ceremony was, we did a 5 p.m. ceremony. So our reception started at 7. And, you know, you want the elegance of a plated, but you want the options of buffet. So we did really good. We did the filet. That was awesome. They did it perfect. We asked for more seasoning because we're like, look, the people coming here, we like a little more flavor. So do it up with the seasoning. So we got to really incorporate what we wanted. We did the chicken marsala. We had the mashed potato bar where you could put all the different toppings on it. We had the macaroni and cheese with lobster. We did the rosetto bar. And all these were like in martini glasses. What else did we have? We had salad. We had mixed veggies. I don't even remember because I didn't eat any of it. (laughs) (laughs) The food was great. People are still talking about the food to this day. They're like, that food was so good. I wish I could have ate more. And then, of course, we did the cake. And then at the end of the night, we did um, Mickey Mouse bars for dessert. So we had all the different Mickey Mouse ears and different things. That's perfect. Well, good. It sounds like it worked. Did you have areas that you spent less on because you just didn't care about them or you wanted to save there? I would say... Little things like Owl Runner, okay. Basic Owl Runner was like $250. When you add things on it, it was 750 We were like, okay, we don't really need that. We didn't do the pedals down the aisle. We didn't do the Cinderella carriage. That was something that was on our original BEO, but we took that off because in the grand scheme of things, it's like, hey, you know, what do you really want? Your guests only see this for a few seconds. We're not going to do this. What else did we take out? Just a lot of little fluff. Like, we did a dry wedding. (laughs) Again, my parents are pastors, so that wasn't really happening. So, (laughs) you know, I had thought of doing, like, different specialty drinks, which ended up, you know, costing more than I wanted it to. So we did more of, like, pink lemonade, lemonade, sweet iced tea, um, like, specialty sodas, different things like that. And we took out the mocktails. We didn't do the dessert ice cream sundae bar because that was, like, $5,000. Ooh. So we took that out. Um, (laughs) So I would say just little things of decor we took out that weren't really necessary. Interesting. Okay. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? My favorite memory was after the wedding was over and we went back up to the room. And of course, I was starving. So (laughs) the adrenaline was beginning to wane. I realized I hadn't eaten all day. And we ordered room service, and we sat out on the balcony of the Grand Floridian, and we could see the the Cinderella's castle, and we just talked about everything that happened that day. And we ended up staying all night until we could hear Mickey open up the Magic Kingdom the next morning, oh. and we just talked about everything. And that, to me, was like the best moment. That's wonderful. It's great that you're starting your married life having a discussion already. That's great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Did anything go wrong with the wedding day or just not turn out like you had expected? Yes, we ended up running late. Now, don't ask me how. Like I said, our ceremony was at 5. We literally started getting ready at 10 a.m. I don't know how we ended up running late for a 5 p.m. ceremony. But I had eight bridesmaids. It was me. I had my mom, my mother-in-law, and somehow we ended up running about 30 minutes behind. 
So we didn't end up taking the pictures that I wanted to take beforehand. We were supposed to take pictures at 4 p.m. You know, Disney gives you a list of all the things and times that you're supposed to do. We ended up missing all of that. But my planner was very good at pushing everything a half an hour back. So everything was moved back a half an hour. And I didn't really feel that we were late and rushed. I really didn't even know until after the ceremony. Like, oh, my gosh, what time is it? And that's when I knew we were late. So I still don't know how that happened. <laughs> well, I, that's great that they always do that, where the bride must not find out. <laughs> right. I didn't have a clock. Nobody was telling me. So who knows? That's great. Uh, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or maybe you were worried about and then turned out not to be a big deal? Everything seemed like a big deal <laughs> before the wedding. <laughs> like it just literally all hit me. It was like that week before I was just, oh my gosh, everything was such a big deal. I didn't think anything was going to work out the way it was supposed to. I felt like I didn't understand the schedule enough. Like I'm a very big planner. I like to know A through Z detailed. I felt like I didn't have a good grasp on what was happening. But on that day, I was just so calm and everything just kind of rolled the way it was going to roll, and I just let everything go. So I would say, if you are a bride-to-be and you are stressed right now, don't worry. On that day, everything will flow the way it's supposed to. That's great advice. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Let's see. I would have had a better time schedule for my girls getting ready. There was a period of time where pretty much everyone had their makeup and hair done, and we were kind of, they were sitting around. And I should have been telling them to get dressed. We would not have been late. So I wish I would have thought that part through a little bit so we could have gotten some more before the ceremony shot. I also think, and I love Disney and I like my planner, but I think I might have also hired a day of coordinator just because there were some things I felt maybe didn't run as smoothly as I would have liked them to, such as like in the ceremony, I did things a little different. Sometimes Disney has their plan of how they do things. And when you do things that are outside the norm, they try their best to accommodate you, but it's not what they're used to. So there were some periods I heard in my ceremony where people weren't cued to know where they were supposed to go. And, you know, the wedding planner wasn't there to let them know when they were supposed to go. She was with me. So I wish I would have had someone maybe on point in the ceremony, letting people know when they were supposed to do different things. We probably should have had a better rehearsal the day before. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're doing something different, make sure everyone is at your rehearsal because I definitely did not do that because we were having a dessert party that night and I was like, I'm not paying for all these people. So, you know, you don't have to come. (laughs) That's interesting. I'm curious to know what you did different in the ceremony. I had someone do an opening. I'm in a sorority. So one of my sorority sisters, she did an opening where she like welcomed everyone to our wedding and she read a poem and like a piece from Cinderella. And then I had um, someone do a reading. We had a memorial candle and I had someone do a scripture reading, just, you know, letting everyone know that, hey, they're not here with us right now, but they're in heaven watching us and they are still a part of us, you know, during this day. And we also had a spoken word that took place. So just some things I wanted to do, like personal touches to. And because I did not have all those people at the rehearsal before, I guess they couldn't read the program. So they didn't know when they were supposed to go. I don't know. I wasn't in there. This is just what I heard. So I'm interested to see the video come back and see how it all worked out. That's funny. Well, you've already offered a lot of great tips and advice. Do you have any other things you'd like to share with future Disney brides and grooms? Yes, I would say definitely 
don't sweat the small stuff. The biggest thing that my fiance and I both agreed was that this wedding is a day, but it's really about our marriage. So we really didn't get into too many fights about different things about the wedding because we made a decision that we're not going to let this divide us. We're a team and we're going to start now. And because we actually got married on our 10-year dating anniversary, because we've been together since high school. So we've been together for a while. So we pretty much worked very well together. And I would say, don't let the wedding that's just a day be something that divides the two of you. Because I know the stress and the pressure, a lot of times you end up bickering with each other. But this is the start of you two being a team. And also, don't put too much stock in this one day. I mean... Pinterest and different blogs and everything makes you want this day to be the most perfect day in the world. And yes, we plan for things to be perfect, but it's okay if it isn't. And don't feel bad if your budget can't give you things that maybe you want. Just look for ways to make it special for you. Don't get so caught up in it has to be this and it has to be this great wedding. And if it's not this, then it's not perfect and it's not my special day because you can always find ways to make it special to you. That's great advice. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for taking the time to share the story and all of your great tips and your advice. I think it's going to be really helpful for anyone planning a wedding at Walt Disney World. So thank you. Thank you for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>